expert strategies with Joe Wellyu. Hey, Joe, how are you? Hey, Kelly, I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Once again, you've been doing a lot of traveling and you've got some uh, more insight yet for companies out there. I do. My my insight and really my, my ultimate advice after being on the road here for the past month consistently is adapt or die as it relates to technology and, and making changes in the way you run, are looking at the business and the way you're looking at the industry. So you have, you're always immersed in conversation surrounding technology, obviously, because of what we do here at Total Expert, but you've seen an acceleration just even in the last few months. No question. The the pace of change is accelerating as it, as it has continued to do so with technology. That's always been true. But what we're starting to see is some of the big bets that lenders, banks, mortgage companies have made in technology are starting to get some of the kinks worked out of them and things are starting to gel. Some of the LOS systems, the digital mortgage platforms are starting to really figure out the pieces and what that means to their process. They're starting to realize that internally, as they look at technology and and they're looking at data and what they do with that and how they put sales and marketing technology to work all of that is is changing very, very rapidly in the companies that are deploying things and, and executing and going big are starting to see the payoffs. And on the contrary to that, the companies that have been very, very slow to do anything are starting to fill the pain. And they're starting to panic a little bit as as we have witnessed through through just talking to a lot of different people in the industry. So the space that Total Expert is in has developed as really to fill a need and as the business is evolving. We've all observed that really it has taken the mortgage industry a little bit longer mm-hmm. to sort of get on board. What what has led to this and, and how quickly and what types of people are they bringing in that are that are leading to the very thing you're, you're discussing? Yeah. So we focus a, a lot of our efforts around, around banks and mortgage companies, large financial institutions, really. And the types of things that, that the people that are winning today have done, they've invested in innovation, whether it be building internal solutions. I think it's important to note there are a few players in the industry that have bet very, very big on building their own solutions, and they've they've deployed, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars in some cases towards towards doing that and, and becoming really technology enabled services company, and that's what a lot of these folks are doing. And so we're starting to see those things pay off. The other side of that are the companies that are are partnering and, and buying software platforms and then configuring them and investing in people that know how to deploy and leverage them and committing at an organizational level that this is not no longer optional, right? A lot of companies, they, they were interested in making changes as it related to their technology ecosystem, but they weren't committed. Does that make sense? It does. It does. I guess I guess the question that I have for you backing up just a little bit is that, pe- that when the companies are realizing that they need to move forward because technology is moving so quickly, what is the the thought transformation both in finance and mortgage that you're seeing there because they they all dealt with data before had to do with numbers and closings. And a lot of the end of the day, if you ask them, do you want to make more more money? They'll say yes. But how have they really followed the path that technology is the way? 
Well, I think ultimately they've felt the pain, okay? That's all that's really the way co- companies are forced to make changes. They start feeling the pain of things if they weren't real clear with a vision and they weren't uh, looking towards the future and they just sort of waited to to see what happened, which a lot of people companies did. They felt the pain whether it be through lost market share, they're losing professionals, the the practitioners, the loan officers, the agents, wealth managers, people that still are really integral part uh, remember we're we're in a services industry people are doing complex financial transactions they still want that level of expertise so that doesn't mean you get rid of the human being which is what some companies are about but it what it does mean is you have to provide an experience how the customer wants it it needs to be fluid and effortless it has to be on demand it has to feel intuitive and so companies have felt pain from not making those changes and losing either customers or losing the people that bring in the business in the door because they know those practitioners in some cases that do huge amounts of volume really move the needle for some of these companies. And they're like, you know what? I know I have to have these tools. I know that I have to be technology enabled to be massively successful moving forward. And they're going to places that have these things. So they felt that pain, and that's really what's driven a lot of the transformation, in in my opinion. So the companies that are already acing this, if you will, and then those that are are getting on the bandwagon effectively right now, they can't be reinventing the wheel. There has to be some combination of finding the best in marketplace yeah. and then their own, you know, whatever they do on the inside. Yeah, and well. I mean, for the record, I, I don't think there's anybody that's necessarily acing it because everybody's still learning. The best companies are, they're listening, meaning they're getting the feedback from the solutions they've chosen or the solutions they've built and they're iterating. They're iterating rapidly. We do this with our with our customers internally, but we also witness this with, with companies that build their own tech or, or they work with other partners and things like that. This is a, a fairly vast ecosystem. And so companies are able, they have a lot of choices and there are a few certain best of breed providers across the, the various pieces of the tech ecosystem that people are tending to go with and probably refrain from from mentioning specific names. But on the mortgage side, you've got your your LOS systems, your core systems of origination that are, are in place. You've got those components that are, are still evolving pretty rapidly. You've got some people that have emerged on the point of sale front But to have a true digital mortgage experience, we're just now seeing some people starting to really tie things together. Everybody launched, initially the the thought leaders were launching really what was a sexy landing page and and form for people to start the application process, right? That was sort of step one. And then step two was, okay, now how do we actually start automating a lot of the things that will, will make this more fluid and easier? And so that's been step two. Companies are are just now starting, we're seeing the starting to figure those things out. On the sales and marketing software side, uh, which is all the other major piece that, that we're exposed to, of course, you've got tech that runs you know, the other business functions. Our exposure is is really, and uh, our knowledge base tends to be around the, the LOS core systems and then the sales and marketing systems. But around those sides of things, we've seen a big shift in the way companies are approaching those vendors and those relationships. They are 
committing to to making a organization change that's driven from the top versus a lot of companies have been reactive. They've allowed they've allowed the practitioners to sort of wag the dog, the tail wag the dog, so to speak, and sure. they just do whatever's whatever looks cool, whatever's trendy. That doesn't work long term because a lot of oversight and controls, the business controls they needed were absent from a lot of those those solutions. So we're seeing companies that were selling a particular niche product, uh, maybe part content, part CRM or something like that. And if they didn't have enterprise grade system architecture and controls in place, those are blowing up very quickly and companies are now realizing, oh, this is truly a tech technology game and the tech is got to be there for for us to to be successful long term. Well, and that's that speaks to one of the very very large pain points out there Joe too where if you know when when these systems first came to light a few years ago and they weren't enterprise level they were maybe nice solutions for a team or or some producers or small groups or whatever they had trouble making making the quantum leap. Yeah, they just didn't commit. That's really the biggest thing I think. They they dabbled, they were interested and the shiny new objects, and but committing to true innovation and true change in technology so that you actually, on the other side of that, are a better, faster, more nimble organization that is positioned for the future, that takes commitment. And the companies that are willing to either are making that commitment or are willing to make that commitment and go all in, so to speak, I don't see it, most of the experts that cover this space, they don't see it as no longer optional, right? Some of the companies that continue to dabble and sort of just react around the fringes, they're going to, the level of pain they're going to feel is going to continue to accelerate because companies are really getting dialed in, the companies that are leading the, the edge of this uh, shift. So talk to me at the different levels of a company, uh, maybe the super high level, the C-suite guys, maybe the marketing people, the compliance teams, even and, and even again at the producer level. To those four different groups, Joe, what would you say within the concept of adapt or die for yeah. each one of those? What should they each be thinking about in their respective answers? Sure. Well, I think if you, let's just go from the bottom up really quickly. So at the producer level, at the practitioner level, there are some extremely savvy practitioners, and we're seeing more and more volume going to a smaller group. So it's the, you're seeing teams get bigger, right? We're seeing individual practitioners doing hundreds of millions in production, which is insane. So they get it. They clearly understand that. But the the masses, the, a lot of the practitioners, and it doesn't matter if you're really which segment you're in. If you look at mortgage, real estate, a lot of the practitioners, they're, they're notoriously very, very reactive and they have short attention span when it when it comes to to signing up for a new tool and they think that it's trending and so they'll go do that for a while but they're not necessarily thinking about what that tool means to their long-term business and they're not focused on the foundation okay and so they they want to build this giant monstrosity mansion on no foundation and that's the best way to put it. So as I go up to through the organizations and you go into the compliance and the marketing teams and the management structure, those layers, they they need both business controls, a system of records so they can see what's happening in the organization. And they also have a real big appetite to move quicker when it comes time to making course corrections and adjustments. And I'll give you an example on that. Um, whether it be a, a market 
marketing campaign. Well, if we want to deploy something, how quickly can you get the hands in the hands of your salespeople a new campaign, new marketing assets, those types of things, right? Marketing cannot bring in consumers and new business unless it's deployed in the hands of the salespeople. So we're seeing their their needs be very honed in by those types of things they're starting to think through. At the C-level, the great C-level, there's a lot of really strong C-level leadership of these companies out there right now. A lot of PE money, a lot of big investment dollars coming into the industry overall. So you're seeing really talented management uh, structures coming in and looking from a a long-term vision perspective, and they get it. Most always they get it. Now, uh, sometimes there's other dynamics in the company that make it hard for them to to invoke real change. But I believe that a lot of companies, their their C-level teams, they get it, and they're starting to, to, the good ones are starting to commit. The ones that have not jumped in yet and committed there's, it's maybe related to funding and, and so on and so forth. But I think all of them see the writing on the wall at the tops of these organizations that this is a different game today than it, than it ever has been. And it's only going to accelerate. So got to get in, get in the game, adapt or die. Adapt or die. All righty then. <laughs> we'll do that. How's that for blunt? I, I, I'll take it. <laughs> all right.